Welcome to the Hoops and Huddle podcast. I am Malika, and today I am joined by Natalia, Nat the GM, Reese Rebel on Twitter, and I just love her football knowledge. Um, she was I was the rookie in her uh, fantasy league last year. We're doing it again. She's doing it again this year. I'm in her league again this year. I'm really excited to do a just an NFL preview show because Natalia is so knowledgeable about the NFL, everything that's happening with the NFL. So, um, Natalia, why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Nat, the GM. Um, Listen, I'm excited about, you know, the upcoming season, you know, with uh, football. And I just want to thank you so much, Malika, for having me. See the NFL. Um, NFL season kicks off um, next Thursday, September 7th. I'm looking forward to the new season. Um, I just think that um, it's going to be interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers does with the Jets. Um, I'm a Giants fan, so I'm not exactly extremely pleased with how Saquon was treated with his contract um, and what's going on with the running backs in the NFL and how they, I feel like for you, you know, it's been a long time coming that there's been this kind con- there's always something with the running backs. I feel like they needed their own union. They should have pushed for something different. I think they should be able to enter the league earlier than other players um, because of, you know, they. I don't think they need to be there through their junior year. I think they should be able to come out earlier considering the wear and tear that's on their bodies and them not being able to maximize their profitability. Um, I say this because we have Jonathan, we have the um, the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, who, you know, they couldn't find proper value. And we knew this was going to happen because look at the timing of the owner allowing mm-hmm. him to make a trade. And we knew that at this time, the timing of it, it was just a few weeks ago or a week ago, he gave him that after all the movement, when the season's about to start. I mean, what are we doing here? So give me your thoughts on the Jonathan Taylor running back controversy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it sucks, you know, because Jonathan Taylor, you know, is one of the premier, you know, guys in the league, you know, um, at that running back position. You know, um, when you look at some of the other guys that we've seen and, you know, we we know their names over the past few years. You know they're getting a little older. They got some more. They got a little bit of wear and tear on them. So now, who's the next crop of running back superstars? And you know, in the dictionary, next to you know, next crop of running back superstars is Jonathan Taylor. So, um, when it comes to the Colts, I don't understand why you don't understand. He is your best player by far. You know, he is your guy. He is the one that. He moves the needle and he's young. This is not a 30 year old Jonathan Taylor telling you that I want my respect. I gave you a lot, you know, give me a contract. This is a young man, you know, he's probably has what three seasons under his belt, you know, and he's telling you, you know, to to value me, you know, respect me, and you can't do that. I think it looks bad on the Colts, to be honest with you. And I don't mind these running backs speaking up because they're not getting treated fairly anyway. You you put a lot of wear and tear 
on them, you lean on them heavily for regardless. If your quarterback is average, you lean it on your running back. If your quarterback is really good, you're leaning on your running back. These guys get ran into the ground quickly. You know, they are the first to, to go, essentially. And the NFL, they're showing you what they think of you, you know, because they think you come a dime a dozen when you can't tell me that there's just Derrick Henry's, you know, all, all over the place. There aren't, there aren't, you know, Christian McCaffrey's, you know, all over the place. You know, there isn't Saquon everywhere. You know, these guys are special and you, they aren't a dime, dime a dozen. So it, I just think that it's interesting how they're getting treated and it's not fair at all. And I think that at some point, you know, there needs to be a union, you know, um, amongst players and where they can really get their just due because they are killing themselves. <laughs> so I think the running back specifically, like is that union. I mean, there's so many players in like the overall union. Um, I just think that running backs need to lobby for themselves. I mean, you have, you know, every year about you have a you have a running back that's trying to fight for um, their value. You know, the one of the ones that sticks out the most is Le'Veon Bell, and um, I just think that they just get the short end of the stick. Look how the Cowboys um, use their star running back, and then you know, once he once he was used up, it was like okay, you know what I mean. Like I just think I just feel like they aren't really respected and aren't treated the way they should be treated and just a dismissive way the coach owner handled that situation um wasn't exactly um all that great but looking at the you know what when you're looking at the afc you know you have the afc east who you think like looking at each conference who do you think is gonna when you look at the afc east what team are you most excited about who do you think is going to you know, like really make some noise in a new season. Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, you know, mm -hmm. how you feel about Tua with Miami, like, or Josh Allen, you think he is going to have a resurgence? Like, who do you yeah. think in the AFC East is going to be that team that really sticks out? All right. So number one team is going to be Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, okay. uh, you, you know, Miami, New England Jets, you're not going to beat out Buffalo. Um, Buffalo mm -hmm. is... The, the problem with Buffalo is not the regular season. They are phenomenal when it comes to the regular season. The problem with Buffalo is something happens in the playoffs and they mm -hmm. just can't get over the hump. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you know, when it comes to regular season, they're going to get you 13 wins. I think bare minimum is 12. But they're the surefire team that's going to definitely go over 10 wins, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when it comes to the rest of them, I don't think New England's going to be much better. You know, I think that New England probably will be nine and eight, you know. And mm -hmm. I, and, and, and that's I think that's being nice, you know, saying that. That is being nice. That yeah, I think I'd be nice. very nice. I think they, they could, you know, wind up back with an eight and nine record. You know, uh, they could be seven and ten. You know, I mean, they, you know, they have, you know, Ramondre, they got Zeke over there, you know, and then they got Juju. They got some guys with some names, but they got some pieces that are just like, okay, you know, and then they got Mac Jones. I'm not a huge Mac Jones believer. You know, I think that he is stable, but he's not special. 
Right. You know, right. so and then their defense is going to be top notch. It's going to be mm-hmm. defense that. So if you think about it, it's all over the place, you yeah. know, so the defense is actually going to probably win them some games, which is probably why I would say they'll probably be in the eight to eight, not eight, nine uh, range. You know, um, when it comes to Miami, they were nine and eight last year. So we know Tyreek Hill is explosive. He has the potential to be the number one wide receiver every year. Until he, he until does. his body is done. Stewart needs to stay healthy for there, an entire season. There you go. And they can really break out if he can stay healthy. Um, Tua yeah. Tua staying healthy, that defense, you know, really mm-hmm. producing. And then they're running that game. They don't, they don't necessarily have an RB1. They have a committee kind of situation going on. So you kind of never know where they're leaning with the running back situation. Then we thought that they were going to actually get Jonathan Taylor. It did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, when it comes to, to Miami, I want to believe that Tua is going to be um, healthy. I want to believe that Tua is going to be good. I want to believe that he his concussions are behind him and he's protected better, you know, and he's going to be okay. I want to believe that and that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to put that into the atmosphere, you know, because um, you never want to see somebody go down like that. Um, and, and so they can, if the, if that all happens and then you, you got to remember they have Waddle, you know, and Waddle mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. a, is a is a one on his own. He is yep. just phenomenal. Yep. So they got two ones over there, you mm-hmm. know. And they if they can do if they if the running back commit by committee uh, can be stable, you know, and 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 not give up yard yardage, you know, but be stable and be a positive. And then the defense is good. So you're looking at a team that probably maybe they get ten. I think that there's going to be a lot of 10, 10 win teams this year that probably will not make the playoffs, you know, because of how good a lot of teams have gotten over, you know, in this off season, you know, so they could be 10 and, and seven. And not just how it's- good and not just how good, um, you know, like teams have gotten. I just think the style of play we have in the NFL now is mm-hmm. so offensively centric. You know, like different, but similarly, like how the NBA game is very offensively centric. Like defense has to be so precise, and um, I just think the game is so different, and the way the players are coming in are interesting. It's perfect for the game that is played now. So it's going to be interesting to see how the game evolves as well, because oh, yeah. um, I think it's moved in the right direction because. My biggest thing in the NFL is the CTE and just the impact that you know, mm-hmm. Junior Seau is one of my favorite players of all time. And um, I just think about the impact CTE had on him. And um, but at the same time, it's like, OK, you have CTE, but the game is a little different. You have people that complain about how the game is played today. Um, but the reason why there were changes to the game is because of this, the, the impact of head injuries on players long term but that's a of whole other subject and um go ahead, I'm I mean, it's, it it's, a, it's a whole other subject Malika, also and it's like that's what I'm saying like the when it comes to certain players you know mm-hmm. them being healthy but being protected as well your yeah. O-line got to protect you man like you you yeah. you can't think and it's and this goes for even Mr. Mr. Iron Man I like to call him when it comes to you know Josh Allen 
you know, I understand, dude, you are big, you are strong, you know, but buddy, you're going to have a short career, you know, if you think that you're just going to get hit and bounce back up for the next 10, 10 years, you know, of your career, you, you got to slow it down. You got to allow the old line to protect you, you yeah. know, and, and, and stay in the pocket, you know, more times than not, as you get older, you know, and, and hit your guys, hit your targets, you know, so when it when it comes to the to the east you know i don't see it moving as much except you know buffalo first i'll, I'll give the jets second miami third new england fourth that okay. was the only switch up i see and i think the jets are sneaky they have crazy talent on that team uh a huge surge in quarterback play when it comes to aaron Rodgers, you go from zach wilson to aaron Rodgers, and you got seven wins with zach wilson let's think about that seven wins and then you get Aaron Rodgers and you get, you know, um, Dalvin Cook, you know, Wilson gets gets Aaron Rodgers and he has, you know, he has his, uh, you know, his quarterback and, and Rodgers has his WR1. He also brought some people over from Green Bay that he has a connection with. This team is a team that if they put it together properly, they could be one of those teams where they they could be contenders. It just all depends on how they all put it together and if they're healthy, you know, and how much they click. But it's just, I don't think that any team in the in the league right now, no one knows who's going to win the Super Bowl. I think we had an, a little bit of a, of a thought the last couple of years who was going to get to the Super Bowl. I think this year is one of the years that if you pick somebody, you're going to be wrong. Right. Um, one thing I do like with the Jets did bring in Aaron Rodgers. I think that was the one thing they were missing last year um, yep. was a competent quarterback that can um, really push and, and get some points on the board um, and really hit those wide receivers. Um, so I think they they made some improvements with bringing in Aaron Rodgers and bringing in some of their some receivers. Um, but we'll see how it happens. I've been an Aaron Rodgers fan for some time, but um he's he is a little older now so let's see and it seems the jets love signing you know packer quarterbacks when they are um almost on their way out um or on yeah. their last leg or up there and here they go again so um yeah so that's that you know i do like those uh moves from the jets but we shall see um, yeah, how what what happens there you know Aaron Rodgers really hasn't seen um much or has he played in the preseason yet I don't has he Aaron uh a couple snaps okay um now let's move on to the AFC North now the AFC North has a lot of let's save the AFC North for last because I feel oh. like those where the heavy headed are like with the AFC mm -hmm. um that conference is live but AFC South we have Houston um, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Tennessee. What I like about, I mean, the Jacksonville quarterback, I think he's gotten better, you know what I mean, each year. I, you know, I like what I see from him. Mm -hmm. um, so let's, you know, what are your thoughts on the um, AFC South? Uh, I think this is a sneaky division because, number one, we talk about uh, Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. You know, Trevor Lawrence is ascending. He's going to have a phenomenal. Yes, Trevor Lawrence is definitely ascending. 
He's ascending. This is yeah. this is this is his year where he's going to be a top three quarterback. You mm-hmm. know, um, he has potential of being a, a number one quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. the, in fantasy especially. You know, um, he's one of those guys though where he he progresses through the season. He doesn't need mm-hmm. an off season to show his progress because mm-hmm. last year he was progressing. Then when they went on a five game win streak. You know, before you know, um, the end of the season, and he's very accurate. He's very smart. You know, he's got he's got a good body. You know, and he understands the field and, and his positioning. Um, then he gets Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, you know, was a hell of a receiver before. You know, he was put on suspension by the league last year. You know, um, he hasn't played in about mm-hmm. a year and a half, but he looks great. He still you know? is. Yeah. 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 He looks great. I, mm-hmm. And, you know, I got to say, I understand. I think he's about 29. And we all know you're on the, the interesting part of uh, 29. You're going to touch 30. And that's when receivers get a little interesting in their, yeah. their careers. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. He hasn't been playing in a year and a half. So you might be throwing to a 27-year-old Calvin Ridley body-wise because there isn't that year and a half worth of wear and tear. Right. So when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, you have Etienne, you have Calvin Ridley. My sneaky favorite wide receiver was his WR1 last year, Christian Kirk. And then you have Ingram. Then you have a solid defense. That mm-hmm. team is mm-hmm. that team is going to put it together. And when it comes to the, to the South, they're going to be right at the top of it again. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Houston does a little bit better than Indianapolis. You know, and that will put them third. And I think Tennessee will be two. Um, the only swap I see is Houston and Indi- Indianapolis um, for this year. You know, I, I like Houston. I think that they are doing the right things, you know, and moving in the right direction. They might get you about six or seven wins. And that's okay for a young team. They got a rookie quarterback. So what? In Indianapolis? Yeah, they're they might- building. They're pretty, yeah. pretty much building for the future and, you know, building and growing those habits for the future. So I agree. Oh, they have nothing to worry about. They can literally mm-hmm. go through the season and you know trial and error trial and error because at some point when it reaches you know a couple years down the line you know and you know a couple years actually pretty soon but uh you're gonna see houston take another leap because i think that they're doing the right things you know not making too much noise but they're drafting well i think they took the right quarterback you know so um houston looks good six or seven wins i think they'll they'll double it they only won three last year i think they can get about six you know and uh indianapolis made about four four or five Okay. What do you think about um, Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee, they're, uh, they, uh, they are probably the most sneakiest team, I'm going to say, in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Because you think that Hopkins, you know, on, uh, you know, he's 30 now, you know, he's in, he's in his 30s, you know, um, Tannehill, older, you know, Derrick Henry, older, you know, and then you think, ah, they're not going to make the playoffs again last year. They only won seven games. But then I say they won seven games last year. Things were up and down. Then you add DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't think that there is any way that they just win seven games. I don't think they match what they did last year. I actually think that they're going to be a nine-win team next okay. year. Okay, um, okay. Yep, nine and eight. 
Okay, that's the that you know they could be sneaky. I'm looking at them in Jacksonville in the AFC, you know, in that division. So it'll be interesting. I'm one of those weird people considering um, NFL Sunday Ticket. So mm-hmm. um, I may I may catch them some of their games. I think I'm going to enjoy flicking around um, mm-hmm. the league because I wasn't able to. I was stuck with the Jets and Giants every single Sunday. And then I will have to turn to the NFL Network to watch, um, to see what's going on with the games during the day. I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking about, um, you know, taking that hit and um, doing that. So I think for today we will focus on the AFC and then we'll record another one for the NFC. Because I'm sure. looking at the time and I'm like. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for the AFC North, um, I th- this, to me, this is the hot pocket. You know what I mean? Like, there's but so many that could come out of this division. Like two teams. You don't want. You don't want to do the West before you get to the North. I mean, yeah. Let's get to the West. That makes sense. The North. Should, yeah, I just say I wanted to do the North last. Yeah. Um, let's 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 hit the Broncos. You know, like um, let's like yeah, let's do the West. Um, cause yeah, you know you have. You, paying, you're giving Russell Simmons, Russell Simmons, Russell Wilson, a quarterback. They're giving him a coach that, you know, like Sean Payton, that's taking the reins and, you know, ready to, you know, bring that Russell magic back. But to me, that division is owned by everybody. That division is owned by Patrick Mahomes and um, the Kansas City Chiefs. I remember when the Broncos pretty much ruled that division. So it's so funny. Um, not funny, but it is reality that the vision belongs to Chiefs, Mahomes, Andy Reid. Um, so give me your thoughts on the AFC West. All right. So as you can see, you know, behind me, I am a Saints fan. Fan. Yep. Saints fan for about 13, 14 years. I love Patrick Mahomes. He is absolutely <laughs> my quarterback. You know, um, <laughs> When you, I, I honestly feel like when you just look up perfect in the dictionary when it comes to quarterbacks, his face is just right there. That yep. man is perfect. Yep. You know, he's smart. He makes yep. the right reads. You know, I love Patrick Mahomes. Yep. You know, he moves when he needs to, runs when he needs to, you know, mm-hmm. he adjusts when he needs to. He is perfection. And that is with, you know, some of his faults, you know, which is very little, you know. Yep. Um, yep. He's still perfect when it comes to being a quarterback. So, they won the uh, Super Bowl last year, you know, and then you got to look at, they lost some pieces. No, you know, McCole Hardman and no Juju. Juju had a nice season. He did. You know? He contributed. He didn't know he anything with the social deal. media stuff, but he, he did contribute um, to the team. A great deal. Not as much as people thought he would, but he did contribute. I think he did more than what I thought he would, to be oh, honest. Okay. Um, okay. He, he got about... Eight, I think about 850 yards, but he, you know, he had a few touchdowns. He had some big games. Yeah, he, he went on a stretch mm-hmm. three or four games, 90 yards, 80 yards, and a touchdown. He had some explosive games. He did exactly what he needed to do for them. And now he's gone. Nicole Hardman he had some decent plays as well, you know. And now, what, what, what do you have? But you got Sky Moore. Um, you got a couple. You got a couple young guys. So now. The question mark with Kansas City is is how Chris Jones going to do. Chris Jones has yeah. not signed yet, you mm-hmm. know. So 
So how's that gonna look? That he's a big part of what they do. And then you're looking at, the only sure thing I know is Andy Reid to Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. That is what I know and that is what's gonna work until they're all, until Kelsey is done, you know, and he's like, I'm retiring because he's getting older. But um, the running back situation, Pacheco was amazing, you know, last year. Um, he just took it over and he was exactly what they needed. I think he's going to do the exact same thing this year because he earned it and he he earned trust. When you when you perform in the playoffs, but you perform in the Super Bowl, you have earned your spot. You know, so he's going to be back. Now the question mark is if, if Sky Moore or a, one of the other young guys are going to be, you know, more heavily involved now that they have some room, you know. So Kansas City has some question marks, but if there's any team I trust to figure it out, it's definitely a team uh, led by Patrick Mahomes. I agree. I think because of how they were able to bounce back after losing Tyreek Hill, people just have this vision of Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't matter who you slide in there. You know, he could throw to anybody and the, and the Chiefs are just going to dominate. I think this year is a good test. Let's see what he does now that Kansas City you know, got rid of a few more weapons that, you know, he built a rapport with. Um, so that's going to be, that is going to be interesting. This that when I, with Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like they're going to figure it out, but yeah. you know, it could be that season where, you know, like, you know, mm -hmm. like something isn't, something isn't, um, something is amiss. So we'll see how that, we'll see how that goes. And Scantling, Scantling sometimes is, I don't know, like, you know, he he was on my team last year, you know, when we, you know, with your fantasy league. And mm -hmm. I don't know, like, you know, like, uh, I'm not extremely. I'll tell, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now, right? He has now become the second veteran on, on that team when it yeah. comes to receiving. Yeah. I think that he'll be used a lot more than last year. He's become. And, and that should help. That's, that should definitely help. Oh, it'll help because he had some, some some games where he was he was called upon and he actually made some plays. He actually made some some really good plays. So and Patrick knows him. So um, I think he'll be used more. Yeah, I mean, um, we'll see how that goes. How you feel about their defense? It's decent. It's decent. I mean, you're looking at right now. I think it's. It's meddling. It's like it's, it's not great, but it's not terrible. But they wouldn't. They shouldn't. Um, in, in previous years, like you know, Patrick Mahomes basically had to. He, you know, it was known like you get the defensive one there, the com the competitor, the competitive, the competing team is going to be able to march down on him. I don't think they can do that as, you know, like I, as, I as much as. I wouldn't lean on the defense to, to you know, let's trust our defense. No, I want not to that, that extent, but they yeah. wouldn't necessarily, you know, give up the lead, you know, because that was happening all the time to them. I don't think they that will happen in every case. And because before they were, you were just able to, you know, teams knew they could just run through them or, or throw and they were going to get to the end zone. You know what I mean? They were just <laughs> absolutely. You know, I don't think that they have cones necessarily. Like, you know, like, so I'm not saying they're extremely formidable, but they're not, I don't see them as the cones <laughs> that they were, had the reputation of being a few years ago. Yeah, we're, we're going to see what they do, you know, but, you know, 
I think that when it comes to the West, how it looks, the only swap I see is Denver and Vegas. I think that Vegas will be last. Denver will be third, possibly second. I think they're going to be in a battle with the Chargers. The Chargers are going to look a lot better as well. Uh, Herbert is ascending, you know, so I feel like yeah. as long as Keenan Allen is healthy, as long as Eckler, everything makes sense for him, he's healthy. Herbert, they got a new offense over there. Defense is pretty solid. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty good. So I, I don't know, man. It, Denver and, and the Chargers are going to be battling, but Kansas City is going to be number one. I'm really curious what, you know, like what Sean Payton does with um, Russell Wilson. So I'm really curious to see what Russell Wilson looks like this season. Um, we, You know, like he's going to look better. He's, he has mm-hmm. to look better this season. Because um, last season, I have ne- I never saw Russell, Russell Wilson make the throws and just the miscues he had last season. Like last season, I didn't even recognize him on the field. To be honest. Yeah, there was a disconnect there. There was yeah. definitely a disconnect, but um a coach that believes in him and they have they I think they they have a similar philosophy. Um mm-hmm. and he's got mm-hmm. Russell's back. I think you're gonna see a different guy. Russell's not done. And I and I, I wanna make that very clear with people. Russell's not done. No, you know? he's not. He's, I'm really excited that Sean Payton is is the coach there. And I think right. we'll see a, a much better Russell Wilson this season. Um, so I'm, I'm actually excited to see um, what he does this season. Part of me, like I'm a John Elway fan, so part of me, like uh, and Terrell Davis and that Shannon Sharp, that that team, Rod Smith. So when I, you know, it's like part of me wants to see, you know, Denver not be as sucky as they were last year. Like that was just, I was like, man, I know that it's Mahomes' division, but come on, guys. Like, come on, Denver. So, but it's, gonna be it's still weird. I don't care how long in the future we're talking about the Raiders. It will always be weird to not say the Oakland Raiders. Like, I know they're in Las Vegas. Yeah. I'm just thinking about Al Davis and the Oakland Raiders and Las Vegas Ra- Raiders just doesn't hit the same. But respect to the Las Vegas Raiders and hope they have a decent season coming up. It'll be abysmal, but you know. <laughs> I'm speaking positive thoughts now. Speaking positive thoughts. Now we're going to get to the, I call it the monster division. Um, AFC North, you got the Baltimore Ravens with the newly signed Lamar Jackson, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, their coach, Joe Burrow, is, you know, is a little injured. Um, we'll talk about them. Cleveland. Deshaun Watson is back and ready to prove himself again. And then you have the Steelers. Um, I think one of the things with the Steelers is, you know, Mike Tomlin has yet to have a losing season. Um, But when I look at them, I'm like, in this division, it's going to be a fight. So let's talk about, let's let's break this division down. Um, Let's you take it away. Sure. Cincinnati. So as we all know, I said, I am a New Orleans Saints fan. And I and I love Patrick Mahomes, but my second favorite quarterback is Joe Burrow, Joey mm-hmm. D. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that he is another guy that's getting there close to damn near perfect. You know, he is phenomenal. I love this guy, um, and he's only getting better. You know, your second year in the league and you're in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. You, you got to be pretty damn good, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Joe Burrow, like, yeah, yeah. Everything you yeah. just said. Yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's amazing. 
uh, probably my favorite wide receiver right now is actually Jamar Chase. You know, so I got a lot of stock in Cincinnati. I actually think that, you know, going out on a limb here, I might just say I have Cincinnati probably, you know, getting to the Super Bowl. Um, I, I could be wrong. This is a weird season where damn near anybody could come up and, and just surge at the right time. But Cincinnati, to me, looks poised. Um, Mixon, you know, he's got the legal trouble off of his back. So, therefore, uh, Mixon, I think, is going to have a phenomenal season. You know, they got a, a clear RB1. He, he's explosive. And I don't think we've seen the best of Mixon yet. Joe, Joey, Joey B, excuse me, he's going to be healthy. I think week one he's going to play. You know, he's been sitting out. He's been nursing. You know, um, you know his body. I think he'll be fine week one. I think they have him actually playing week one um, on track. Jamar Chase, you can argue he's the best wide receiver. You can argue it, you know, but he might be definitely top two, top three guaranteed. Um, he's going to have a big season. Then they have T. Higgins. Then they have a really solid defense, really good defense. They got everything they need, you know, to take them to the Super Bowl as high as they can go. The, the I think the thing about them, diver, diversifying that offense, sometimes you could kind of see what they were doing. Uh, a good chunk of the, the first half of the season, you understood they were going to throw the ball up and they, would, they knew Jamar Chase was better than everybody else. He was going to go get it. You know, they put a lot of pressure. There was no, there was no diversity to their offense, you know, and it, it was just like, you've got great players. You can get creative. And I, hopefully the coach understands that better now and it won't be so one note, you know, so mm -hmm. divers, mm -hmm. diversify that playbook, you know, get, get guys going, you know, stop looking, stop looking so, you know, automatic. Like, oh, I know what he's going to, going to run. Oh, I know you know, J Jamar is gonna gonna try to catch it over two guys. You know, let let's kind of stop that. You know, so mm -hmm. that's my mm -hmm. thing with Cincinnati. On top of their soft tackling defense, their defense has got to be tougher. Um, last year in the playoffs, I think when they played Buffalo, uh, Buffalo just didn't have it. They were all off. Josh Allen was was horrendous. You know, injured but horrendous nonetheless. And if if Cincinnati excuse me, if Buffalo really just tried the second time after the first, uh, you know, tackle, they probably could have gotten away and broke away for a lot of first downs because right. Cincinnati tackles so softly, you know? And I think so Cincinnati, hopefully that defense, when they got, when you got your hands on a guy, make sure he's down, you know, mm -hmm. don't just mm -hmm. oh, keep him down. And that's what I kind of want to see with Cincinnati's defense. Other than that, that, that team is perfect. Um, that I don't think they need much of anything other than diversification when it comes to uh, the playbook. And what's that um, kryptonite though? Like, what team in the division can give them the biggest, um, biggest challenge? In their division, you you have to talk about Baltimore. You yep. know, Baltimore Lamar Jackson and the and the Ravens. Yeah, so you know, so let's talk about it. Ten ten wins last year. They mm -hmm. were very up and down. Uh, offense, you know, wasn't really cl clicking. J.K. Dobbins wasn't, you know, he was, ha I think, halfway injured. Then he comes back and he, and he looks really good. You know, Lamar gets paid. Let's talk about that. Lamar got got his money, you know. Yeah. That That is off of his shoulders now. You don't have to think about that. That money, you have signed, you are sealed, you are delivered. So, therefore, that money is done. So, that now we can check that off the list. Then they go get Odell. Odell really wanted to play. Lamar, yes. Lamar really wanted Odell. That, and that's a great relationship right there already. I want you and, and you want me here. 
and I want you here. So therefore, they're gonna work very well together. You know, then they got, you know, a couple guys. They got Zay Flowers and they got Rashad Bateman. I think Zay Flowers is going to be, uh, end up being the WR1. He's just that damn good, you know? Um, and I think Odell's gonna be secondary. I think he's older, coming off of some injuries. You know, doesn't move like he used to, but definitely uh, still oh, really good. Oh, so you good. think Flowers is going to be the... Um... I do. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I think it'll be Odell and Zay. Okay, okay. Zay um, Flowers and Odell, you know, um, and I think that's perfect for Zay. That makes because, sense. That makes yeah. sense. It does. Yeah. Kind of like, um, I kind of look at uh, Odell a little bit how I look at Michael Thomas. You know, then, uh -huh. you know, that's kind of just how I look at it. And I think that's okay. As long as you guys can stay on the, the field, you know, you're healthy and you can still get guys open. You can still get open from time to time, make some really good plays. That's really all you can ask for. No one needs you to be 2016 Odell Beckham. You know, it's okay. <laughs> you know, I so. like Mark Andrews as well. Um, oh, of course. So how do you feel about their offensive line? pretty solid it's pretty solid um i mean you have lamar who's a pretty i mean in terms of mobile quarterbacks he's the most mobile quarterback in the league and 100%. in terms of uh, <laughs> in terms of his running and you know look at their like their running back the wear and tear like they split that you know that running role out there and but yeah uh so you yeah. Okay. No, I think they'll be good cuz the a lot of what they do is contingent on you know Lamar's legs, but also yeah. you got J.K. Dobbins, and J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins is actually healthy. So mm -hmm. you know J.K. Dobbins is going to have a really good season if this team stays healthy. Although I still don't see them beating Cincinnati. Yeah. But in the words of my favorite football movie, any given Sunday. I just watched that a few weeks ago. Again. It's so good, isn't it? <laughs> I really like that movie. I I, I do like that movie. Um, I feel like the the scenes of them on the on the field and what happens in the in the locker room, you know, yep. I, you know, it just it just resonated. It resonated. What about that defense? Oh, the defense is going to be really good. Ball. Mm -hmm. One thing about Baltimore, you there's a couple things you can you can depend on, and you know, and one of those things is that damn defense is going to be definitely aggressive they're mm -hmm. gonna get after it you know are they as good as as previous years no they're not but i think mm -hmm. that they're building mm -hmm. you know and, and we'll see what they have but they're gonna be fun i really don't see this this order actually moving you lack from last year cincinnati baltimore pittsburgh cleveland i kind of have it right there you know again in the same order uh i think baltimore can get you 11 wins instead of 10 cincinnati is going to get you 12 to 13 I think Pittsburgh gets you 10 this year. Um, yeah. I, re I really like Pittsburgh. I think they're obviously well coached. The defense is going to be uh, great. You know, and it's really good every year. But the my thing with them is the QB situation. Like, I, I just got to see. He's better. He's he's a lot better, actually. He's he's better. So um, that's yeah. actually why an extra win and one more extra win because I think that he's gotten better they'll get to double digits and they and they're getting a better connection also Najee Harris is healthy yeah. and J Jalen Warren is going to be in there a little bit too I think this is a 10 win team I don't know if they get to the playoffs but they, I think they definitely can get you 10 okay so yeah Najee Harris um George Pickens 
I mean, I, I, I mean, I could see it. I, I can see they're well coached. Um, they have a decent defense. Um, you know, the, the offense can put some point. You know, improve and putting some points on the board. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they could be better. I mean, they're yeah. well coached. So, um, next, I you know, what what are your thoughts on the Browns? I care less about the Browns. Um, when it when it comes to the Browns, I think that they paid they, all that money to Deshaun. I mean, that man, that fully guaranteed contract. But hey, you his know, roster. I I mean, Amari Cooper's there, Nick Chubb, but I I don't know. Yeah, let's so, it a little bit. It uh, their offense will be good. You know, um, they still got Ninjoku as their tight end. They'll be good. You know, they have a lot going on with their defense in terms. They have a, yes. yeah, injury. They do. Yeah. That, it's not great, you know, and I think that the most automatic person, the only automatic I think is going to have a phenomenal season is Nick Chubb. Because yeah. he, because there's no Kareem Hunt. So he's not taking, you know, taking any snaps, you know, and they did like Kareem Hunt. They like that little double headed monster that, mm-hmm. that isn't there anymore. So therefore, you can lean on Nick Chubb. That is about as, as good as I think they'll be. I think that you'll give them maybe I'll give them two extra wins, um, but make them what's it nine and eight. I still don't think that they make the playoffs though. I mean, they could potentially have a losing season. I think if any team has a losing season in that division, it could be the Browns. It is going to be the Browns. Because mm-hmm. I don't see the other teams um, being at that. Um, being at that bottom tier, um, but they right. could be, they could be. Um, but yeah, that's our look right now at the AFC. We're going to record the NFC, um, and that'll be part two where we go do a deep dive in the NFC. I'm excited that we had some football talk without even mentioning the doggone Cowboys, but we will mention them, um, of course, during our NFC preview. Before we head out of here, I wanted to ask you a question about how you feel in today's NFL. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Which position is the hardest to play in today's NFL? The cornerback, um, defensive back, or the wide receiver? Hardest position. Hmm. I think I, I'm going to lean with quarterbacks because... Um, you going with a defensive back is the hardest no, no. to play. Hardest to play is quarterback. No, I mean between the defensive back and the wide receiver. Which one of those is the? Oh, which one? Oh, just those two. Yeah. Uh, I say the defensive back then. I do too. I say the defensive back because of just how the different rules in terms of playing defense in today's game, they can't do the things they used to be able to do on the field. Like, I think yeah. the way they play the position now, you, yeah, yeah I would say the defensive back. But what well, you that, well, that too, and you got to know everybody's play. You got to know what everybody is doing, you know. Um, you got to be well aware of what's going on. And, you know, it's it's difficult, you know. So it's like, you got to make sure that you don't move too quick, you know, but you're not, but you're not too delayed. So it's got to be perfect. Perfect. You know, you got to make sure that you understand, you know, what, what these players are doing because you just putting your hands up is going to make a difference. Maybe knocking that ball. If somebody tries to, 
you know, um, you know, when it when the past goes up, it, I mean, you you have to know what's going on. So I was I will always say the defensive back in that um, scenario. And before and then the last question, looking at your Saints, I want you in our rewind capsule for this episode, give me your favorite team um, in of all time for your Saints that you love and and why? And then we'll uh, say goodbye to the people. So my favorite team that was assembled with the Saints was definitely the Super Bowl year. Everything yep. just clicked in it, and it just made sense. That defense was was it was gritty. Um, that defense was so gritty. Um, Drew Brees will always be um, my guy. Do you think you know? he's underrated, Drew Brees? Do you think he gets the respect he deserves? He does. He does, and he doesn't. It's 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 like on the line. You know, and it's because, you know, he doesn't have a lot of Super Bowls. How do we base players? How much have you won? He's only won one Super Bowl, you know. Mm -hmm. So therefore, people come come at him. But if you look at his mechanics and how he plays the game, mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. phenomenal. There are guys that are short right now that do that you would take if Drew Brees was in his prime. And then a lot of these guys as his height, you would still take Drew Brees because he understands how to move his body. Although a smaller guy, he can yeah. still see the field and make sure he sees the field. And if he gets knocked down, he's getting back up and he's going to get you on the next play. A lot of guys aren't built like that to actually use your head, you know, in those moments. So um, that Super Bowl year was special from, from top to bottom. Cool. But thank you for joining me and Natalia for this episode of Hoops and Huddle. And join us for part two of our NFL preview where we'll go through and detail the NFC conference and look at um, what's shaking over there. So Natalia, um, let them know where to find you. Sure. So you can find me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter every day. <laughs> um, but yes, Nat underscore the underscore GM, Nat the GM on uh, Twitter. Um, and you can catch me uh, starting September 11th for season two of my podcast, the 3P podcast, you know, which is, you know, brought to you by the TSS Fantasy. Um, but we will be live on YouTube, you know, again. And it's all things NBA. We're going to get, we're going to really get into it. So. Thank you. Just follow me, follow Malika, and I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. Um, later, people.